I think the favor gonna be done for you. Running from the time cop, a hard target, like a kickboxer in the Kumite. A double impact from the brothers hosting there, got nowhere to run from Sean Van Dam. Hey dude, how's it going? Good man, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm fucking really, really excited to to do this movie. Uh, hey, uh, everyone, this is Thirsty for More. Welcome. Uh, my name is Malenko. And I'm Alex. Nice to meet you. You can follow us at? At Thirsty for More and Presents and on Instagram, Instagram and at More Thirsty on, on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. And also give us a like and a review on any of the platforms that you listen to because... We, like it really it helps out it helps yeah, the show please do and i know that a lot of you are listening just take two seconds right now if you haven't already done so give us a five-star review right now yeah. literally pause we'll wait we'll wait yeah. or just pause it it's technology and uh, today uh dude today we're discussing universal soldier the return 1999's universal soldier the return now okay a couple things what do you make of movies that don't say like part two, but call it like something like the return? I think it's cool. I like it. Do you like how new metal this movie is? Dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just I, every... one, of my favorite, one of my favorite things about this movie is how new metal it is. And I don't even think, you know, I don't even think, you know, how new metal this movie is because oh, we'll get to some of the amazing. How did you guesses that there are for this movie? But okay. So this movie is directed by Mick Rogers, who it, like, he's another like second unit dude. And like this movie is like, this movie looks like Battlestar Galactica. Like that's how it's so budget. It's so budget. It's so budget, dude. Like it's embarrassingly budget. I mean, the first one's budget. The first one is budget, but this is like, this is not even, it's not even the same wheelhouse. Yeah. Like I can't believe this is like a tri-star pictures movie. Oh man, TriStar. TriStar, try hard. Um this movie, okay. Can I just say that Mark LaSalle of the San Francisco Chronicle wrote like a mixed review of this movie. He said that the, the movie has a shameless B movie exuberance and that it is nothing for anyone to be proud of on either side of the screen. <laughs> that's amazing but it's a lively 90 minutes which like he's wrong because it's under 90 minutes <laughs> <laughs> oh my god like i couldn't believe it at the end of the hour and 20 minutes that i was like wow dude like that was so short it was like it felt pathetic and flaccid that's what this movie was but it, it was yeah. fun like i mean it was stupid I think this was actually like a pretty like succinct and good review. Yeah, it is. It is. B-movie exuberance indeed. Yeah, exactly. Can we talk about another thing? And that's how Stone Cold Steve Austin is not in this movie, but Bill <laughs> Goldberg is. Yeah, yeah, totally. As low-rent Steve. Okay, can I tell you an amazing how did you guess before we start anything? Yeah. How did you guess? Stone Cold Steve Austin was asked to do this movie for $55,000 and he turned it down and they gave Goldberg $250,000. Oh no! 
And when Stone Cold Steve Austin found out, he was fucking pissed. Because <laughs> he is, I mean, yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I kept calling him Stone Cold Steve Austin in this and writing <laughs> to Leela and writing Bill Goldberg as I was doing notes. I mean, he, Stone Cold Steve Austin is not in this movie, but he is in spirit in this movie. Um, TriStar Pictures beginning, we open up on like a military weapons research facility in Texas. And this movie was actually shot in Texas uh, for a three month period for what they did for three months. I have no idea. Yeah. Like it's so budget and like sad. Yeah, dude. Hazardous material signs. Yeah, like it's it's almost like somebody like copy pasted like in low res font like some of these signs that come up. Yeah, and we go to we we go to look like what what looks like the bayous in fucking Florida. Oh, but dude, you gotta say that like cold open that the movie does with like just that shot of Michael Jai White. It's it's kind of cool. The new like, Michael Jai White, the Chris the, Angel the mind, Chris Angel mind freak. Yeah, mind freak. Amazing, oh, amazing. And it's like also they like they set that up in a way where it's like, oh, he's so cool, but also like never make reference to that character until Squid shows up. <laughs> oh dude oh my god dude like the chris angel mind freak we'll get to squid we'll get to squid dude fucking there's so many gap tooth people in this movie i loved it um but um okay there's a lot of gap tooth uh and then like we get like the bayous dude the bayous that was cool like this opening sequence i like exuberantly laughed and was like oh my god like as soon as it started i was like so excited dude like yeah i I, like simultaneously i was like i know this is bad i know this is bad but also i was having so much fun yeah it's really fun it's it they took the dumb goofy parts of the first one and just made that the movie they took out all of the serious things from from the first one they really did the only thing they do is make reference to like his memory later which they do nothing with i mean how did you guess dude this movie they basically just shoehorned how did you guess the universal soldier plot onto it like it was a totally different movie yeah, like Van Damme is a totally different character in this than he was in the first one. Which I was going to talk to you about. I was like, I mean, I'm sure the movie didn't think of this, but like he kind of is like a nice guy and like maybe like he's discovered his humanity. Like maybe if we're to believe the lore <laughs> of the first movie. You know what's funny is that they make reference to these kinds of shots in uh, like the Bayou shots in the later uh, Van Damme reboots of these movies, which is really cool. Yeah. And dude, how did you guess the subsequent sequels like totally ignore this sequel? Yeah, of course. Of course. Because why would you? Yeah. And, and like, so we, we also get this like weird sidekick that Van Damme is 
with and it's like not a love interest but she's what's her name in the movie maggie maggie yeah but she's okay. she's a pretty actually for kind of an interesting character uh but she's like, just also given nothing to do at all she's played by kiana tom who's actually like this she's not an actress she's a bodybuilder like this was the like last movie she was in i think that's a bummer because she's actually pretty good. I think she's pretty terrible, dude. I think she's really? like a horrible actress. I mean, like, like she has charm. I, she has charm. It reminded me of like Battlestar Galactica acting. Like, oh my god! <laughs> like, can, yeah, can we go totally. back? Yeah, like, for it, sure. It's that kind of like, which like it works on Battlestar Galactica, but like I don't know. This is a movie. Like, yeah. it's different. It's <laughs> different right. rules. I don't know. I had a good time. She's in like two scenes and then fucking dies. So it's well, like whatever. Hold on. We'll we'll get to that. But like, it's cool because she's like they're like jet skiing and they're being chased by like middle aged <laughs> unisols. Yeah, just unisols <laughs> that aren't scary at all. It's actually like kind of embarrassing. They're just like <laughs> I, I. I think we also have the context of of being like all like, right soldier. soldier not just all right soldier he's like scary he's an interesting scary guy but none of these people michael jai white we'll get to michael jai white dude um but like these guys are just pathetic fucking losers <laughs> like they just seem like yeah. stun like they seem like pathetic losers in this and they just seem like regular working stunt guys in real life that have just totally. been like, you know, like they're just there to do the stunts. You know what I mean? And like in this scene, it's outrageous how they portray the unisols of this because it's like, like they're on jet skis and like dudes will just fly off jet skis for no reason. Nothing has happened to them. They're just a fly off. It's amazing and hilarious. Yeah, and like there's new metal playing in the background. Um, there's like they have these like the guns were kind of cool. They had these like bomb guns, and like they have like target vision with those like goggles. Th th they have like like camera goggles that that are kind of guiding them to do stuff. Um, the song, dude, is "Awake" by the Clay People, which oh is our God. first injection of new metal. Um, of several injections of new metal. Well, I feel like this time period of movies, like, were, you know, I don't know. It, it, the quickest way to date your movie is to really focus in on one specific subgenre of music in the movie. And it really made this movie like it, it aided in making this movie more a B movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. I mean, like, the the problem with it is the fact that like it's not just that it's dating it it's that everybody was also using this to somehow get to a specific audience that was our age when this movie came out right so yes. it was like we're getting out of the 80s and moving into the 2000s of action and what is action going to be right and it's like they were still trying to find out what it was going to be and it's like putting in music. And it was new metal, dude. Yeah, and it was new metal. Yeah, exactly. That, <laughs> but like, again, it's like they're trying to be like, well, it's a Van Damme movie, but it's supposed to be for modern 
young people and what are young people listening to oh yeah new metal and it's like oh and when they introduce squid as the hacker and it's like nah man like this isn't what this isn't good don't do any of this you know i mean i wish you'd stop talking about squid because we'll get to squid but oh yeah um van damme and maggie jump onto one of those like fan boats that they use on swamps you know those fan boats yeah that have that giant fan at the back i love those Um, i've been on those it's awesome dude there's a fucking balding universal soldier they they, they could regenerate his body but they couldn't regenerate (laughs) his hairline yeah totally totally um also you didn't mention xander berkeley is in this movie too come on get your ass inside do what your mother tells you not my mother, Todd. Dude, Todd? She's not my mother, Todd. Todd. Also, uh, he wasn't quite cool balding, but he's elegant balding. <laughs> Definitely elegant balding, yeah. Yeah. Um, and as, uh, what's her name, uh, Maggie and Van Damme crash onto the, the uh, like, wherever port or whatever, they're running through the woods, and fucking Bill Goldberg stops Maggie and then rips her shirt off, indicating, obviously, that he's the bad guy. Yeah, so, like, for, you know, the progress that some of these Van Damme movies have made <laughs> in terms of, like... This movie just like just forgets about all of that. It's 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 such an it's not only like a incidentally anti-feminist movie. It's actively anti-feminist in yeah, the movie. It's, it's, like they it's they really, comment on stuff. It's so weird, dude. It's really really weird. Yeah, this is not your lucky day. Come on, come on, big guy, just cut me loose. Like so, like he like ogles her breasts and like I, I he's like we're gonna have some fun. It's like. They're doing like a military, we find out that they're doing a military exercise, but for yeah. some reason, the Universal Soldiers have like personalities in this sequel. <laughs> Take a drink, pretty boy. Like, yeah. they've allowed them to like continue having personalities. They're no longer, I was confused. I was confused. Yeah, like, they they simultaneously managed to take out things that made the first one so interesting in lieu of making it, like, really dumb action movie. And it's like, who is this for? Who actually is this for? Like, the action isn't good. And, like, the dialogue isn't good. It's not really a good movie. No, no. But um, Van Damme, like, uh, you know, shows up and... Yeah, the rest of the Universal Soldiers come. Van Damme, like, hits Goldberg in the face and is, like, takes him down so easily at first. And then the rest of them come and just start drowning Van Damme in a shallow pool of water, dirty water. Um, Yeah, like, they find some, like, dysentery water to kill him in. And, like, Bill Goldberg's been shot in the chest. And then suddenly we hear Michael Jai White's voice terminate the exercise. There was a lot of terminate. Exercise terminated. Yeah, terminate. So many terminate references. So many, dude. But speaking of Michael Jai White's voice, man, Michael Jai White's voice is incredible. It's incredible. And the fact that they have him basically not show up for the first 40 minutes of the movie and like he's just a voice is kind of interesting. That was kind of interesting. It is kind of cool. Yeah, you're right. What was, what was, what I found was cool about it was 
what's what's introduced later on in this part of the movie the military exercise is done we get the introduction of xander berkeley who's sort of a i guess steve jobs yeah type he's like kind of like a, a very smart person who ended up deprogramming van damme from a, a dead universal soldier to a living person again which is very odd and we get some like intel about how xander berkeley has created this like super intelligent ai that's called seth which is i think an acronym for something but i don't remember it what. is I, what is it, it is. An acronym it's again? like oh fuck oh self-evolving thought helix which is a cool that's it it's a cool it's cool that i liked a lot i what agree I like well honestly what i like about these movies as as dumb as they can be is that they have like really great logic to them in a way that like every movie builds on the last movie in a way that's like yeah this is what happens in this world we're just not going to explain really why why things are happening this is just happening it's like oh they built a new program that's an ai that controls the universal soldiers instead of people that's cool that's an interesting thing to do well, yeah, you're right. And they use a lot of like writerly devices to make the movie make sense with the previous film. Yeah. Which I like, I appreciate as a person who's like, like the problem solving part of my brain is like, yeah, cool. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, whoa, yeah, that, that, that one line explanation was great. Yeah. But like, it is ridiculous. But like, yeah, dude, like uh, Xander Berkeley is pretty good in this movie. Like he He's really good in this movie. Not my mother, Todd. Like he's one of the the reasons that like I don't know, like one of the things that elevates this movie a bit. Oh yeah, cuz it's definitely not Van Damme. You know, you know what else elevates this movie? <laughs> Bill Goldberg's fucking traps, dude. Holy fucking shit, man. Like oh, that dude. guy is roided out. It's amazing. The piece of meat that that Bill Goldberg is and like all those yeah. shots of him just like the shirtless shots of him of just his like thick body yeah. are amazing. Like when he goes into he's still wearing those goggles and he goes into shirtless into like the regeneration chamber and yeah. and yeah. We get the crappy late '90s CG of the like um, late '90s B movie CG of yeah. his chest fucking regenerating, and then like we get the one shot where Van Damme's like walking through, seeing. Okay, I wanted to talk to you about the Unisol that has like they got this guy. He's got like um like a skin um condition he's got like i forget what that's called but like it's like a genetic condition and i was like really kind of like impressed that they cast this actor in this movie because i don't know like they don't cast like different looking people in movies enough you know so i was kind of like it's cool that they cast this guy he's got like red sort of like um yeah, red blotches it looks like his- a rash all over his body but like um they they're they're like injecting that dude with with some serum and van damme has like a flashback because he sees that he's kind of like malfunctioning and he like has a flashback to like all of the good scenes of of uh universal soldier one the first universal soldier yeah but then that guy freaks out and immediately attacks sander berkeley like immediately and and van damme takes him out and like 
to show that they've evolved from the first Universal Soldiers to like the next gen Universal Soldiers, Van Damme and like after Van Damme takes him out, Van Damme uh, and Xander Berkeley have a conversation and Xander Berkeley is just like, oh man, are you okay? And he's like, I feel like I've just been hit by a train. And it's like such a ridiculous scene. I can still take them one on one. You can. So where, where does it hurt? Hell over. I feel like I was hit by a train. <laughs> but you're okay? Yeah, yeah. Good. Why don't you get cleaned up? We got a meeting to go to. Yeah, dude, because he like fucking karate chops the dude's head. So many times. So that the, like he causes the matrix implant failure. Oh, dude, we'll get to the Matrix implant, dude. Oh, man. Yeah. And Van Damme acts so hilariously tired in a way that's like, oh, man, I've just been up all night doing blow. And now I'm exhausted. <laughs> I, I, Dude, I don't think so. I think this is already like post like like uh, addicted Van Damme era. Oh, no, totally. I'm just saying the exhaustion is really good. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's felt it in his life. And not just that, but Xander Berkeley is so casual about him being like, he almost just got killed. And he's like, well, we have a meeting with the general. It's like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? I Van need Dam's to go like, into this healing chamber, dude. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to heal my two ribs that have been cracked. Uh, he's like, he's not my mother, Todd. Todd. Um, and, yeah. And then, and then Van Dam, like... He first doesn't go into the meeting. He goes to see his daughter talking to Hal 9000, or I mean, Seth. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Yeah, totally. I guess, like, does this girl go to school, Hillary? Like, she goes to school, but I guess Seth teaches her? Like, yeah, yeah. What? That was kind of interesting too. They were they literally were like we don't have the budget to put this girl somewhere else. We need to introduce the fact that he has a daughter. But my daughter is important. Uh he has a daughter and she's going to school getting taught by Seth and Van Damme is a loving caring dad and there, his wife died, who was the reporter, and now he's attracted to another spunky reporter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get to the spunky reporter. We get this, like, small exchange between Seth and Van Damme where Seth is like, how did my universal soldiers do? How did my unisols do? And Van Damme's like, oh, you were monitoring the whole time. What do you mean? And then he's like... <laughs> He was like, you were monitoring the whole time. I was monitoring that scan. You uh, And then Van, <laughs> Van Dam. I don't know. Like, what does he say? Like, he was like, I was due for a haircut anyway. Why? Because he like got singed or something. But like, he's like, something oh, they like were playing that. a little rough. It's like, why would you put like just these two human people fighting these like really dangerous robots. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Also, did you, I don't know if you noticed, but when Van Damme was drowning, the, the music sounded like total recall music. Stop it! Totally. And then Van Damme joins the meeting late and, Mr. Kruger, George's boss. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Von Bargain is there. What about George? Yo, Dad, this is my boss, Mr. Kruger. Yeah, yeah. What about George? You know, Literally, I was like, oh, man, that's amazing. I totally forgot he was in this. 
He did a great job. He like he did a good job. Yeah. I was just gonna say, rightfully, he's fucking canceling the Unisol program. She's canceled yeah but also canceling it in a way where it's like it's not about like the ethics or anything like the first movie it's literally like oh the military's cut our our budget and it's like the military in the states never cuts the budget for anything <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about that's so true this is america this is america what the fuck are you talking about they have programs <laughs> that have lasted for decades that they didn't cut of course they have this still running and van damme's utter concern for this program that ruined his fucking life is so crazy to me in this because literally it, it destroyed his entire life and now he's like what are you talking about you can't do this you can't do this and it's like why do you care a soldier has always been the backbone of the military we'd hate to think this was the future of warfare yeah, it would be a shame to stop sending young Americans to die in the battlefield. <laughs> like, the fact that, like, he's not even a little bit conflicted about any of this shit. Like, he's you know, he's just so on board for, like, the U.S. military. He's just like, yeah, of course. It's because Daniel saved my life. It's because Daniel fucking saved his life, like, reversing the Dylan. reverse engine. Dylan, yeah, you son of a bitch. Um, D- Dylan uh, saved his life, I guess. So that's why he stayed. But it's like, I wouldn't stay. Like, fuck that. So the defense budget's been cut because the Cold War is over, dude. And like, the brass has never been comfortable with the idea of recycling battlefield soldiers. The brass has been comfortable with a a great number of things, like fucking drone bombing people all over the world. So, drone bombing. Also, we get this, like, weird scene where fucking a bunch of the Unisols are just sitting in, like, lawn chairs that look, like, crappily put together (laughs) with, like, fake tech shit. Um... But yeah, like, like we're yeah. going into this movie too detailed for how long this movie is. Like, literally the next scene is Van Damme going home and he's, like, in this, like, McMansion, like, talking to his daughter, being like, and she's like, why did mommy have to die? It's like, bro, you're 13. You know why your mom died. Like, she died. Mommy died because Ali Walker was uh, not available to film this movie. How did you guess? Yeah, exactly. That's why. She- Ali Walker had a scheduling conflict and that's the the only reason she's not in this movie. Ali Walker got paid a day to take those photos that are in this movie. It's not Ali Walker in the photos. No? No. Oh, they man, just got to look alike. There you go. There you go. Didn't even get paid for that day. How did you guess? Okay, they go back and Dr. Todd goes into the room with Seth and he's like, she's not my mother, Todd. No, Seth is like, "Uh, did everything go okay? He's like, yeah, better than expected. Are you sure? And he notices the elevated skin response. And this is where Seth has a Skynet moment. Yeah, I like this. It's it's like, um, yeah, he's he's basically reading the the signals that his body is getting off and read mouth reading uh, Cougar and Dylan talking about him. Then everything went well. Yeah, yeah, it went great, better than expected. In fact, 
Are you sure? Oh, dude. The scene where the fucking, the laser slices that dude's skull oh my open. God. He slices like, just his like skull opens open. Opens a square piece and like pulls out the head with the skull. And then like the body horror injection is like, it's such a B-movie trope. Like when you can't make it good, make it gore. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, totally, totally. And then and then uh the Universal Soldiers are like moving uh Michael Jai White's body in to be programmed for Seth to take over. And this like nerd fucking uh like worker at the place is like, who authorized this? And what's it? Goldberg is like, I did. In the in the most <laughs> Like outrageous, <laughs> over the top way. I loved Dude, it. I thought it was hilarious. Who authorized this activity? We did. Uh, we also didn't mention Goldberg's the moment Goldberg like he does this like yeah movement like yeah, where he totally. like puts his arms out. Like it's so insane. His performance is so just like and I'm gonna kill him. And the next when he yeah, comes over, you know what I mean? Like it's like. It's like the thing about Jake the Snake is that he really can't handle me. It's the most like a WWE <laughs> performance. I think it was still WWF at this point too. It was still the World Wildlife Foundation at this point. <laughs> oh, dude. And that's why Macho Man Randy Savage yeah. doesn't have shit on me. I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. And then we get introduced to our, our spunky, uh, uh, reporter, which like, is like embarrassing that they reintroduced the spunky reporter. What do you mean? It was cleared by your public relations officer, Betty Wilson. Why don't you call her? Uh, miss, I've got orders that no visitors will be allowed into the... Okay, vis- look, look, I don't want to have to tell my boss that I couldn't get my assignment done. Yeah, yeah, uh, Heidi Sanchez... Yeah, Heidi Sanchez, who plays Aaron Young. Um, this was this was terrible. She's a terrible actress. Like, <laughs> for all the shit that I gave, like Maggie, who is like actually yeah. like she's pretty, she's decent compared to this actress. That's this, what this I'm was saying. just like horrible casting. Just yeah. like yeah. Just like, I mean, she vaguely looks like Allie as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. It's such a sad, bad performance. It's so bad. Cut back to Van Damme. I guess like, is this the next day? I don't even know. Cut back to Van Damme talking to the doctor. She's not my mother, Todd. And he's like, oh man, the Pentagon do this to us, to Seth, general. How can you shut down this project? Now we have been through this. How could the Pentagon do this to us? To Seth? And then uh, General oh, Kruger walks around the corner and Van Damme's like, hey, how come you're doing this to us? It's, it's to our like, program. why yeah, would you ever... It's like, it's, it's like weird. Like the, the, the writing is just so off the wall where it's like Van Damme <laughs> is so passionate about this Seth program. But I guess like, again, it's like one of those things that I guess Todd saved Van Damme. So that's why he's got like yeah. stock home syndrome from this program but it's like literally dude this program ruined your life yeah yeah complete well it also like gave him a second chance at life which is this I mean, a third the chance at life 
I guess so. Um, Hillary comes from around the corner and she's like, dad, dad, Seth is sick. And Todd's like, there's a storm in the cube. And General Kruger's, Kruger's understandably like, like, what does that mean? <laughs> Dude, there's a storm in the cube. AI he has, has a storm in the cube. <laughs> he has like the most understandable reaction ever. He's so confused that he's like, yeah, I was confused. And Todd's like, lock down the facility. We have a code 515. And there's a woman escorting Aaron Young into the facility. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. It turns out this is a terrible day for this. Uh, you'll have to come back some other time. And she's like, no, just give us half an hour. It's like, okay, we get it. You're an ambitious reporter. We get it. You know what I really loved? In this, yeah, totally. It is, it is that. What I loved is when Seth is like, I'm ready when you are, Todd. And then he's like, but on the other hand, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> and then, and, like, it's like a hand appears and then it just turns around and gives the finger. It's like, oh, Leela and I laughed so much when this happened. Like, the graphics, the, the graphics. graphics and then Van Damme's like, I don't care who you are to, to the reporter, to Miss Young. He's like, I don't care who you are. You can't be here. The alarm's going off. And Van Damme sends Hillary with Maggie. Like, kudos at least to the movie for, like, inclu- for like casting more than one woman, at least. At totally. least. If nothing yeah. else. And then, and then Seth starts to electrocute people with his electro powers. To save yeah. himself. Yeah, dude. It's it's pretty embarrassing. He like totally Frank Grimes is a guy. Oh, totally Frank Grimes is a guy. They try and do an emergency shutdown, but Todd gets electrocuted, and so does the like reporter who's video like the camera guy for the reporter. Yeah. And then like they're kicked out. This all takes and it's place a pretty in a critical day situation. Too. Like, this Pardon? entire movie takes place in a day. It's wild, dude. It's wild. And Maggie's running away with Hillary, and they run into Romeo, which is the name of of Goldberg's character. Which is which incredible. Is, which is incredible. It's a great name. It's a great name. It's a great name. name. Yeah, they gave him an amazing name. And, and she hits him and sends Hillary down the stairs and then rides Bill Goldberg's body down the stairs. Like a toboggan, yeah. Like a toboggan. And then, and then fucking Hillary uh, hits her fucking head on the ground and gets knocked out and this is the first movie i've ever seen where somebody falls down gets a concussion and their brain starts swelling and that's part of the fucking movie i mean good yeah but it kind of it's weird because it like sets off this like weird of this TV show, of this daytime TV show, of this like fucking episode of Battlestar Galactica this is becomes the C plot yeah, we're like it, it totally Maggie does. is taking Hillary to the hospital. The hospital, and then we finally get to Squid. Yeah, we get we get Salt Lake City punk fucking Squid. <laughs> we all made the exact same reference. <laughs> hey Seth, you called me. Cool. It's not even Thursday. I need your help now. Why should I help those Ryan Lathrop pricks? I had great plans for you. Way beyond their pitiful intellect. Pouring Coca-Cola into his cereal, and he's like an old technician that was fired for being too punk rock. Yeah, he's terrible. Um, but he who, like it's who it's is like, this guy? He's been in so many things. Yeah, this gap tooth guy. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, what's his name again? Uh, Brent Hinckley is his name. Uh, and he's like one of those types of guys who plays a loser or... <laughs> Like some sort of store manager or like, <laughs> you know, like a, what a, else go- has he been in? a goofy guy that like, well, he's been in a bunch of things. He was in like Silence of the Lambs. He was in Ed Wood. He was in Falling Down. Those are the top ones that he's listed on IMDb. Um, but yeah, like he's like one of those guys who's like, you know, in this, he's portrayed as a guy who's like, oh, yeah, I'm against the man. And I feel like old people thought... Like new metal slash punks slash like hackers were the anti people of like government and stuff. Yeah, this is like super strong Gen X energy of like, yeah, for sure. He's a hacker, so he lives off the grid. Yeah, he lives in an abandoned gas station. Yeah, he rides a fucking scooter. Yeah, for no reason. Blue hair. Yeah, he's very Salt Lake City punk. Uh, and he gets, like... Um, a text message from Seth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, he gets an iMessage from Seth on his computer, and he's like, I need your help. Oh, man, fucking his voice, dude. Fucking Seth's voice. Michael Jai White's great. Spawn? Yeah. Spawn. Dude, oh, we'll get to how fucking ripped he is. But, um... Uh, the, you mean you like, 40 halfway through the movie where we just get to see fucking Michael Jai White? Uh, do you like that part where Van Damme's walking around with those security guards after he sent like the general outside and he's yeah. like, Miss Young, get out of here now. Look, pal, I've covered some tough stories. This isn't this, this is not a Christmas parade, okay? I lost my friend back there. I want some answers. Hey, did you hear me? You might not... Oh, sorry. Hey, did you hear me? You might not like the answers. To which Goldberg responds, He's right! Yeah, just like... Embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. It's like weird when like the bad guy responds to a thing that the good guy says in a movie. (laughs) Overheard Um, the quip that they said and made a different quip. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And then like they, they head into like a chemical storage, like a weapon, chemical weapons depot area where like they lock the door and, and Bill Goldberg's like following in there. And, and she's like, why would you bring us in here? It was that or get killed. And he, yeah, only, he only sees one body. He only sees body heat. Like, what was that reference? It seemed like they were referencing Predator as well. Jurassic Park. Or, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, like, I guess Van Damme starts liking her because she reminds him of Ali Walker. Um, and suddenly, like, Goldberg's shooting, like, the styrofoam wall. Yeah. Um, and and at the same time, like the military has showed up to the base and like a bunch two four unisols come out in the most like in the most non-threatening, embarrassing way where it's like this is not scary at all to me. And everybody's like shitting their pants. They're like, oh my God, like the unisols are coming out. <laughs> yeah, dude. And and as this is going on, Squid is watching the news and like, he's like so Gen X reveling in the destruction. Like he's like, yeah. oh yeah, oh, oh disa- online for disaster time. Yeah. And he's like it's eating like Coca-Cola this- cereal. 
This guy would be, if this was a bigger budget, this would have been Matthew Lillard. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you think that Matthew Lillard is a higher budget than this guy? Yes, of course. Matthew Lillard was in so many things. He was in Hackers. He was in Scream. They're definitely going for a Matthew Lillard type. That's true. Yeah. Slobbery Matthew Lillard. Scooby-Doo. Yeah. He was in Scooby-Doo. But wait. Dish more, more, better go down to your hatch, baby, cause dish ones a screamer. He was like, like, okay, first of all, <laughs> let's point out the genius of Marlon Wades because he saw how slobbery Matthew Lillard was in that movie and fully just went for it and imitated him being slobbery, dude. But wait, there's more. Hang on to your seat, baby, cause this one's a screamer. Dude, Scary Movie, it, like, is a good movie. It's, yeah, it did it such is. a good job of parodying those movies and, like, yeah. capturing moments of, like, Matthew Lillard's slobberiness. Because Matthew yeah. Lillard was, like, okay, whoever directed um, Scream definitely West noticed Raven. and used, sorry? Oh, Wes Craven, West Craven. Right. Yeah, yeah, of course. And who they they he, Wes Craven used fucking Matthew Lillard's slobberiness to full effect, but oh, also yeah. like he was like yeah, Go it ahead. was made fun of to full effect too. Sorry, yeah, what were you going to say? Hundred percent. No, no, no. Uh, Van Damme and Aaron run up to the roof and try to escape Bill Goldberg, and they jump into paper. Yeah. Off the they roof. They get saved by. Goldberg. They jump off the roof and like get saved by just like paper <laughs> shredded shredded paper the shredded paper of the documents they were trying to shred of this terrible program yeah with new metal playing uh, yeah and then bill goldberg jumps off the roof and just f- hilariously falls onto the concrete and nothing happens to him yeah and like he he makes a quip he's like what does he say when he jumps off the roof oh no yeah it's like literally something as stupid as oh no (laughs) (laughs) mr ono van damme like runs him over and he's like you see this that's only gonna slow him down yeah we've got to get away from here before he gets up what are you talking about you just flatten him that's only gonna slow him down trust me come on let's go he's spending so much time trying to convince Ali Walker part two that this is this like bad thing is happening when it's like dude like can't you see that these people are like clearly not human what's going on yeah for sure for sure uh and then we get some shots of like them in the hospital uh at, what's her name Maggie in the hospital trying to call Van Damme the doctor's taken uh the daughter uh and her brain starts swelling yeah and like i don't think doctors do this like the doctor's like oh i can't help her until the the, like a parent gives authorization she's like i'm like an aunt to her it's like first of all what and second of all you would operate on this kid if this kid's life was in danger you would operate I, I don't mean, know what kind of fucked up system. Thirty, forty thousand dollars, but they would operate on it. I mean, the military is going to pay for it, dude. Um, that's true. With their bloated budget, like that's what all those, those trillions are going for. Um, but the reporter, uh, like, there's who's covering this thing, also gets shot, and Squid is enjoying the violence, and like some SUVs drive out and collect the Universal soldiers that were like shooting everybody up. 
And then uh, this is the scene where we were finally at the scene where they bring in the body of Michael Jai White to to like body horror uh, his brainstem uh, and put Seth into his, to, to his like new body or whatever. What did you think of Michael Jai White's speech that he gives to the Unisols that are watching him like come to life? The time of man has ended. In his arrogance, he has sealed his own destruction by creating his superior. We will bring order to the chaos. We will act without emotion. When I was a machine, I yearned to be a man. Now I'm better than both. The created has become the creator. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have to get out of this body. Oh, Shredder, (laughs) get me my body. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so... Also, it's just cool hearing Michael Jai White speak for so long because he's got a cool voice. He's actually also a much more interesting character than Van Damme is in this movie. Also, salt and pepper Van Damme. A little bit, yeah. Dude, Michael Jai White's so fucking jacked. Like, He's so fucking jacked. Like, just, and, and like, I mean, Goldberg, fine. He's, like, also impressive. But Michael no, Jai White like, is just, like, shredded. Like, yeah, just, but, but like, Goldberg fucking. is, like, wrestling jacked. Like, he's definitely done some steroids. Fucking Michael Jai White is is jacked because he's just jacked. Yeah, yeah. And he just it, works out and does martial arts. It, it looked great. Um, yeah, these lines, though. The created has become the creator. Bring me Luke Devereaux. Yeah. And then Van Damme explains in a quick scene to Miss Young that the reason he's being sent in to fight those things is because he used to be one of those things. Yeah, it's like that kind of stuff. It just lands so flat in a in a movie like this, where it's just like so much of it moves so quickly that it's like, I mean, do I really care that Frank Devereaux was this guy? He doesn't have any of the fa- like. He's so different than all of them at this point, and it's just like it doesn't matter. It's like it falls flat to me. I don't know. So General Kruger tells Van Damme to lead like an elite group of soldiers in and they kind of sort of introduce this one guy as like as like an important guy who's helping Luke Devereaux. Oh, that military guy? Yeah, and like he gives him like a plastic thing to put on his ear like a transceiver or whatever. And speaking of plastic, they're also putting in plastic. They're setting up when they're setting up all the plastic, that's like my favorite scene because dude when they get ambushed, oh, they start playing fucking oh. Bled for Days by, <laughs> by Static X. And not only that, dude, but there's a Static X cameo. Static oh X God. is playing the Unisols in this scene. I know. Meaningless, I know. it's meaningless. Bled for Days. Oh. Okay, so what's good about the song Bled for Days? Bled for Days, in many ways, is the quintessential new metal song because it has a simple like mantra phrase that's played over for the verse then it has the like scatting beatboxing 
<laughs> it has that, and then it has a it has like a singy chorus. Yeah, dude, so that was my, that was gonna be my my. Uh, how did you guess? <laughs> that was gonna be my. How did you guess that Static X was in this? Static X is one of my favorite new metal bands, though. Thirsty for more. I mean, they're a great band. R.I.P. R.S.V.P. to Wayne Static, of course. Oh man, Wayne Static, taken from us way too soon, dude. I mean, he was like forty. Like that's sad. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, and like it was sad. It's sad that that Wayne Static died. And actually, like. For all the shit that we're giving new metal in this movie, I really do think that this was, you can tell that they gave, because Static X is in this part, they gave them an extended like song cameo. Like the song plays for a while for and so actually, long. actually like is pretty good. It's pretty, yeah. like I'm glad they did that. Yeah, oh, don't worry. I took out the whole song for the drops, dude. You're, you're gonna put the whole song in there <laughs> you know at the end of knockoff i put the entire i came <laughs> to tell you that i did i like played it out at the end what is for credits i don't know what that means to play us out what does that mean to end the show yeah yeah so van damme takes off his communication device after like this big ambush because I guess he now doesn't want to, he doesn't trust Kruger anymore for some reason. And like, he's like, because Kruger, you couldn't smooth the sheet of metal. If I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. I can't believe that George's dad's still alive, dude. What do you mean? Jerry Stiller? Oh, yeah. Jerry Stiller's dead, dude. Oh, he died? Yeah, man. He died really recently, actually. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Ben Stiller's dad, too. Yeah, Jerry um, Stiller. So sad, dude. He's he's a good... Well, I mean, he was pretty old. But Cougar yeah, died dude. recently, relatively recently. Oh, it's a bummer. Bummer. Huh? This is a bummer, man. That's, uh, that's a bummer. So Van Damme, like is able to get out of this situation with these unisols and he's driving away with miss young in her yeah like this scene this scene really annoyed me so much like there there's so much like fine graphic nudity is fine in b movies and you need something to pull in audiences but this scene they're like driving away to get van damme van damme has a plan to get internet. What do you think the greatest gift of the holidays is? Internet? I'd say internet. <laughs> and yeah. like, t I guess talk to Seth through that or something. That's basically the plan. It doesn't matter. It's that stupid. And then yeah, and they do like slight build up where she finds out that his wife is dead. And like in this kind of like way, they make her seem like she's like, 
mining him for information to like like hook up with him or something it's so weird yeah it's very odd uh, and then she's like oh shit i said something bad and his wife is actually dead and then she's like for some reason taking her clothes off she has an extra set of clothes and she, also she changes he- into way less comfortable clothes for escaping like a horrible situation a horrible like situation, she puts on a yeah. mini skirt which is like Maybe maybe it's easier. I don't know, but like it just like seems just like gratuitous. It just seems like yeah. oh, this is for the the guy contingent that likes the new metal. Yeah, and but also to like get Van Dam to comment on it, and then they're just in a strip club because that's where internet has it, she, uh, like happens. I'd say internet, and like she's like, how do you know internet is there? And Van Dam is like. Uh, I don't know. I've never been to a place like this. It's so bizarre. It's like such a weird scene that I'm like, what? And they have like a totally unnecessary scene where as Van Damme's finding out the information on internet about where Michael Jai White is, I guess she's like approached by uh, a stripper who wants to like she wants to give her a lap dance and she's like oh you want to hear a crazy story and she tells her anyway it's so pointless uh, but the dude that like van damme fights in this scene like the like guards speaking you of metal, the- he looks like fred durst <laughs> yeah, you mean that he does look like fred durst you mean the three guards who are just stunt people <laughs> Yeah, totally. It's so annoying. And then later on, the orderlies in the fucking the nurses and orderlies are also just fucking huge jacked dudes. Dude, I love that. We'll we'll get to that. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I thought this strip club fight scene was hilarious and awesome. Actually, everybody's just fight starts like a riot basically just starts in the strip club and people are just fucking fighting each other. And then Aaron smashes a bottle over some dude's head to save Van Dam. And, and Van Damme likes it. And then as oh. they're leaving, Van Damme steals the guy's motorcycle by pretending he's a valet. And um, another Terminator reference. And also a reference to the first movie when he yeah. tells that guy, he's like, he's like, valet, valet. Do I look like a valet? Valet, Yeah, totally. There's also another Terminator reference where, um, where Aaron Young says the line, why did you build the fucking things? Yeah, exactly. I didn't exactly. build the fucking, the fucking thing. thing. Yeah, totally, totally. So yeah, there, there's a bunch of references actually in this movie, which is pretty. It's pretty cool. It, 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 I mean, we'll we'll get to the main reference, dude. But um, yeah, this part is also so stupid. It's supposed to mirror the scene where John Connor's riding on the back of the motorcycle with with uh, T, uh, with the T800, and like. He's like, oh, I, I've always really liked cheerleaders, and then she smiles. Ugh, yeah, I hated this. Like, I such hated a like shoehorned I, fucking like love story. I know, I know, it's so stupid. While at the same time, also referencing Terminator by Goldberg going to the house and listening to a recording on the telephone of. Of, yeah, of uh, Maggie to find out where the the daughter is at, Hillary. And in the next scene, uh, they get to Squid's house or gas station or whatever. 
And Squid yeah. is such a piece of shit to both of them. It's like, whoa, dude, like you're letting an AI like destroy the world, basically. And he's so into the anarchy. He's the well, most dude, joker in this scene. He's he's just very like he's got some very strong Gen X energy. He's very totally, much like totally. He's like very much like the 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 project mayhem of this movie. Oh yeah, totally, totally. So he pulled the best specimen and tweaked it with nanotechnology. It's Michael Jai White. He's got muscle fibers five times stronger. It's stupid. And then, like, Michael Jai White just fucking kills him. This is cool. This explanation is cool. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I, I love that. I thought it was awesome because Michael Jai White just breaks his neck and throws his body. <laughs> oh, dude. And then, like, he's like... I'm going to leave you Van Damme, but I'm actually going to go kill your daughter. But then he sets a bomb off and blows up this gas station. Kill your daughter. Man, his voice is incredible. It's the main star of this movie, dude. It is the main star of this movie. But yeah. And then Van Damme sees in like perfect 480 resolution on the computer that his daughter is in the hospital and then the gas station explodes. And then they get to the hospital and Van Damme, take me to hospital. <laughs> and then Van I Damme. I to go to hospital. To hospital. Uh, and Van Damme gets there and there are two universal soldiers that put down their guns. And he he's like, you mean oh, the fucking middle aged universal soldiers yeah, that yeah. wait for him as he the, arrives? The, the karate dojo, the dojo karate middle aged dudes that have to fight handsome ripped Van Damme and get thrown into a fucking giant <laughs> washing machine. Yeah, I love that scene, actually. Yeah. And he turns on the washing machine. And then there's like some fighting with Goldberg. Um, where he gets like smashed out of a window by Van Damme and falls onto a car. And he's like, I've always actually hated that guy. Yeah. And, and what's funny is, is Michael Jai White, like as he's going through the, the hospital, like he has, Michael Jai White hasn't fought anybody that's anywhere near the, the like physique or the like training that Michael Jai White has. So he like kicks like an old man guard in the face and it's just like walks in. That's the scene right before he gets to Hillary. And she, she like, he like kidnaps Hillary. And then, yeah. I mean, didn't she, she get like a fucking brain hematoma? How is she awake? Yeah, she's awake. And she's like, Seth, is that you? And he's like, yeah, it's me. I've got a body that matches my voice from the computer. <laughs> he totally does. <laughs> but he's but like, they, he, he kind of tried to make the voice sound different on the computer a little bit, yeah, to his credit. He, I made a body for myself. Your body temperature is elevated. You're sick. I'm sort of scared. I want my daddy. So do I. In this scene, he tries the tooth by touching her head, and he's like, your fever, it's too much. And it's like, he, like, cares about her, and she's like, Seth, I'm sad. And he, and he, she, she's like, I want my dad. And he's like, I want him too. Everybody wants Van Damme, dude. Yeah, of um, course. Yeah, and then, like, he steals her and sets a fire or, and then well, jumps okay. out the window, and yeah, as and he's like holding the dummy, it like <laughs> he jumps out the window, and like the dummy is so much a dummy in this scene. 
Yeah, it's like he's literally just got like a dummy with a wig on and the wig just shakes. It's not her hair at all. Yeah, it's so not her hair. But what's funny is we're at the point where it's like an hour into the movie and we are describing this movie exactly the way it is i'm like we are actually like this is how confusing and stupid this movie is it's like this dumb and in this scene bill goldberg fights a bunch of fucking he fights orderlies orderlies. he jacked orderlies but he rips his fucking shirt off first and it just like man this dude's traps man these guys are all like either wrestlers or they're fucking like one one of the orders is, is just like got a like sleeve tattoo and it just looks like, like Guy Fiore, dude. Hair. Yeah, yeah, he lo- fully looks like Guy Fiore, um, dude. This in this scene, Bill Goldberg does his signature move, the spear. <laughs> yeah, the spear, and he runs just into a wall as Van Damme does. It. He's done this in a, another movie where he jumps up and grabs the, like the the what's it called grabs the top of a door and like like puts his legs in between uh the Definitely. door whilst yeah while somebody runs between movie. his legs yeah. yeah legs this guy was kicking one of these yeah these fucking legs van damme like quickly then meets up with miss young after he's like trapped bill goldberg into the elevator also i just need to quickly mention that he traps goldberg into the elevator by pressing the outside button which doesn't close the elevator door it It opens opens it it. yeah totally Um, totally and then he van damme somehow figures out oh yeah seth is gonna take them back to the lab and it's like what yeah yeah with the military people so we get the quick scene where suddenly they're a couple and she kisses him because she's afraid that he's going to die and she'll never see him again. It's like, Ugh, yeah, I, I hated, I hated that. I hated it's, it. Cause they, they cause, set it up more in the first one. It's more believable in the first one because well, yeah. Cause you, they build a relationship over the course of like things happening. Nothing happens in this. It's a fucking afternoon. And and uh, th- what they do in the first one is that they're both tr- like traumatized and figuring each other out at the same time, rather than like this spunky reporter and this like a military dude who like they. So why the hell did you build them? What is it with you boys and your war toys? I remember your type from high school, football player, right? Soccer. What about you, cheerleader? Varsity. Oh. That figures. What is that supposed to mean? It means I don't want to be stereotyped any more than you do, okay? Hey! And by the way, all soldiers are not mindless, violent killing machines. Well, also, like, their, their quips, like, this is what I wanted to talk about with, like, how they kind of try and undermine feminism, because, like, she's like oh you boys with your toys are all the same like you're so violent and stuff let me guess you were a football player and he's like no i was soccer actually because he's euro you know he's soccer yeah of Um, course and like and he's like what were you a cheerleader and she's like varsity actually and he's like i don't like being stereotyped as much as you do and i loved that line actually you did that's such a like an all lives matter line I know, I know, but it, it's it, it it is, but like I like him saying it. I, I thought it was such a like I, I don't know. I thought it was so like this is why feminists are dumb. 
It's a very Americana like line for sure. I found it. I just, super I just liked irritating. him saying it. I just like him saying anything, man. <laughs> I mean, he deliver. He could deliver a line, whether that yeah. line's good or not. That's that's to be debated. But yeah, so he tells her to like hold off the explosions. Is Hillary okay? No, Seth took her. Where? Back. Listen, you've got to buy me time to go in and out. I need your help to get my daughter back. I am sorry you came back, Miss Young. We are about to destroy the building. You can't look in there. I got bigger fish to fry. We got a Navy SEAL demolition team in there wiring the building to collapse in on itself. We are going to bury Seth. And she goes to Kruger and she's like, wait, you can't do this. And like, it's like, okay, nobody would listen to you. Nobody would listen to you. Especially not this like military dude. How about George? How about George? (laughs) Good thinking, Koga. Yeah, like he's like George. (laughs) I love his voice too. He's he's another great voice guy. Yeah. yeah, you can't bomb the place. His daughter's in there. But my daughter is important. <laughs> Even if you don't put those in, I just like saying it. Of course. Um, and we get a familiar voice as Van Damme is walking in. It's Maggie. Maggie has been turned into a unisol, which is like probably the like most lifeless payoff Ever, it's ever in a movie. Embarrassing. It's embarrassing how how terrible this payoff is. Because she's set up as an interesting, like, maybe this could be a fight. She just gets fucking shot by Van Damme. She gets, Damme. like, Indiana she, Jones, like, <laughs> where, like, he just, like... full Indiana Jones. She's like, I, I'm a unisole now. Like, literally, the, the dialogue <laughs> is that terrible. She's like, I'm sorry, Luke. I'm a unisoldier now. And it's like, and then she just gets shot and that's it. It's so stupid. Um, and then Van Damme like sees that his daughter's being turned into a unisol. And Michael J. White's like, don't worry, dude, it'll be fine. She won't be harmed. I can well, heal she, her. Yeah. With, with this hyperbaric chamber, the, the one that Michael Jackson used to sleep in. Hello. I'll call you back. I can be agent. M. Dude, did you, did you hear about the reverse aging that they did? I did dude. Where they like oxygenate blood or something. <laughs> I, oh man, they put her in that kind of chamber. And then she literally just gets shot. And Van Damme is also like, I'm going to get Seth for this. You know, it's like, what? Yeah. It's, also, it's they have fifteen. They have fifteen minutes to get out, and there's only fifteen more minutes to the actual movie, which is hilarious. I like that they made it real time. I was happy that yeah. they made it real time. I, I really uh, like that Bill in Mar- movies. I think it's like an effective thing. Yeah, totally. But this scene was cool. The only reason I liked this scene as like an actual scene was because we actually got to see Michael Jai White do some fucking moves. Like he's actually a really impressive, like. A, a really impressive martial artist and like yeah, you get to as see far him as, do shit as far as boss fights go though i don't really think this movie earned it like i, no, I really it didn't this, earn it and it wasn't good because he's not the final boss bill goldberg is the final boss and that's so was, shitty it was so oh okay well let's not talk too much about the fight let's just say that they fucking steal the liquid nitrogen thing from terminator 2 from fucking terminator 2 and demolition man and fucking like 
like it's embarrassing. It sucks. It's, it's like so. I I hated it so much. Like so. Like Van Dam shoots a liquid nitrogen thing that freezes Michael Jai White, and then he kicks the icicle guy, breaking him into pieces. Which has that ever been confirmed to be able to be possible? Because I don't no. think so. On our last show, you poured liquid nitrogen down my pants and cracked my buttocks with a hammer. No, and also uh, in that moment, uh, Hillary is healed. Because Van Damme turns on the machine to heal her? Yeah, well, Seth does it so that that he has leverage over Van Damme. And then as Van Damme's leaving, he meets up with Bill Goldberg who is almost winning the fight before he gets shot by Maggie and then who's still alive, but she doesn't want to get reverse engineered universal soldier. She's like, Oh, it's too late for me. And it's like, what, what are you talking about? dude? Like, I guess the military would, would probably kill her too. How are you good now? Like, how are you on Van Damme's side again? Yeah. Just because he, he shot you. I hated it. I hated it. And they escape. And then the, the like Kruger was trying to set off the bombs, but Michael Jai White stopped it from happening. So all Van Damme does is he gets outside and shoots the bombs the, the bomb, and that yeah. sets it off. Yeah. Yeah. And then they as hug. all the universal soldiers come in, they, the Hillary and Van Damme hug. And then fucking Aaron whole horns in on that hug. She pulls a fucking Cindy from, from commando. And she like, yeah. is like, Hey, Van Damme's daughter who you don't know me. Like I'm here too. Okay, dude, what would you give this movie for fucking, what would you give it for Vandy's first? Two, two Vandy's two Vandy's. Uh, I get, give it, one no actually you know what i give it one van damme because he was in the movie yeah fair enough dude i think i'd give it between a one and a two too i i would give the movie five though and let me tell you why because it's 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 really bad it's really stupid but it was really watchable like that like that like it was really watchable i watched it twice dude and i really i had a good time both times dude i laughed so much and it's so lean, dude. Like, it's literally the credits to this movie are four mi- or three minutes long, and it's 19, it's an hour and 19 minutes. Wow. Like, it's a super lean movie. I mean, like, this, you know what? Like, this podcast is an hour and 13 minutes so far. It's almost as long, dude. Okay, but I was going to say, like,. Was it about Wayne Static? No, no, not Wayne Static. Um, this was this was a fun movie to watch. It was a fun movie, it, and oh, this is what I was gonna say. It, it's nice to have a lean movie when like it's hard taking notes for this sometimes, and this made it super easy to take notes. The fact that it was so lean. Oh yeah, this this like I barely took notes for this. I I just <laughs> basically scrolled through the movie as I was talking to you and was like, oh okay, this is where I put the parts that I wanted to like have, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that. It, you know, like it is what it is. It, this is more akin to like a bronze era Van Damme for sure. Oh yeah, totally. I mean. Ultimately, like I'm, I'm more excited about the like old man 
Bronze Era, where Van Damme is like older, you know, sadder, uh, in a lot of like red box movie rental movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm very interested. Photoshopped Van Damme. I'm very interested to talk about those movies, but next week, dude, we won't be doing one of those movies because we're taking a short pause from doing Van Damme, dude, because we're going to do Home Alone 1 and 2 for December. Excellent. Excellent. We are doing... That's next week? Yeah, next week we're starting... Yeah, I mean, you got to take into consideration there's a delay with these, dude. Oh, right, right. Okay, so next week uh, we are doing Home Alone uh, 1, and uh, we're really excited to do it. Uh, Stay tuned. It's a holiday special. Yeah, we're going to do Home Alone 1 and 2, and then we're going to take a little mid-season break to just like, you know, it's fucking the winter time and like no one's going to be listening to podcasts anyway. So we're going to take a little break from recording for a couple weeks. Uh, actually, we'll keep recording, but we won't be releasing them. And yeah, uh, yeah I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to... Dude, Home Alone, I mean, we'll talk about it next week, but it's been instrumental in like the development of this show, I would say. Yeah, also, I'm pretty i'm pretty excited for this fucking pandemic uh this this whole thing to be over so that we can finally get back to um like doing this live because i just enjoy it more i know you like doing it like this i know that you're a big online person now uh i just i can't do it are you kidding me there's no substitute for recording it live with you are you kidding me it's like Literally the funnest part of my week is being in a room with you talking about making eyebrows at you, dude. No, there's oh, yeah. there's no replacement for being in a room with you recording this. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, we'll see you next week, guys, uh, for Home Alone 1. All right, I'll see you later, dude. Bye.